We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails, and we are off the rails, off the rails, yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome. You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast with two uninformed guys, absolutely no preparation. And recorded on a quarterly basis. I'm Doug. With me as always, welcome, Pooh Williams. Yes, sir. It is good to be back. Good to be back. Good to be back. Doug, did you know? Spotify, do you know what episode this is? Oh, now that you say it, this is episode 50. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Woo! You know that what the when the last time we recorded an off the rails episode was? Yeah, August twenty eighth. August twenty. Oh. <laughs> August twenty eighth. Yeah, Greg, you uh, you getting a job has really destroyed our off the rails recordings. Yeah, yeah, it's been detrimental. Uh, yeah. So I mean. You know what you have to do, right? Yeah, I have to quit. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I don't. There's absolutely no way around this. I have to quit. Yeah, I mean, it was hard enough when I got my current job. You know, when I yeah. started going back into the office, that also slowed us down. Yeah. Uh, but when you went ahead and copied what I did, oh yeah. man, it just became put impossible. The, put the brakes on it. I mean, it yeah. just came to a halt. Yeah, yeah, and it's tough. It's tough. I, I know for you, for me, I mean, it's just on, on during the work week, it's almost mission impossible for us to get together because do our best, but man, the schedules just don't work. Like there's some days where I just pass out at 830 these days. That's how, that's how old I am. Just pass out at 830. <laughs> can't record. Can't do anything. It's so and embarrassing to even say these things out loud. I don't have a, I don't have a, a, a difficult job. Uh, quite frankly, I've been working from home for the last uh, month. Oh, what did uh, you do? It's been fantastic. Wow. Uh, yet, yet when I'm done working at five o'clock, I'm done for the day. I yeah. have to. I go take a nap from five <laughs> to six, maybe six thirty. Sometimes I'm just yeah. So the, the wife. The wife has a very physically demanding job, and I don't. I sit at a desk, and boy, the looks she gives me when I get home <laughs> and after we have dinner, and I tell her I need to sit down for a little bit. Yeah. Oh man, she does not appreciate that one bit. Yeah, like, Have, haven't you been sitting down for nine hours today? It's like, look, I need to sit down without the potential task of having to talk to somebody else. That's right. That's right. I don't have a physically demanding job, but it's mentally demanding. Now, is it mentally it's demanding? Not, it's really not. Yeah. yeah. It's not. And I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, I'm enjoying the job for the most part. Good. Now, why but, are you guys at home? Did you guys just realize there's a there was a pandemic a couple of years ago? Uh, no, um, I was hired to work from home to begin with. Like when I got the job, it was under the impression that I would be working from home. Um, I enjoy going into the office. Uh, I, but 
it, you know, taking care of my mom, it was like, well, you need to be home. Um, and I was going into the office for training so I could get, you know, understanding what the hell my job was, yeah. uh, figure out what product it is that I'm selling. Um, but then my mom, she had it, she took a fall and hurt her foot again. So I definitely needed to be home. So I was like, all right, I would still be working from the office, but I was like, no, I, I have to go home now and work from home. Uh, and then I just, I've enjoyed working from home so much. Uh, I'm not going back. Yeah. Um, I think I'll have to go back. Talking to my supervisor, my man, <coughs> guy I shared an office with, uh, we we came to the conclusion I should come in at least once a week, and he and I have a discussion about things, and then probably just do a half day. Like I, I just go in during the morning at lunch. I'll just come home the rest of the day and see you next week. So yeah. it's not bad. It's not bad, William. I've got a, a beverage right here that's getting warm. Oh. Um, really need to crack it open. Have you got let's, some? Let's crack it. I, I got a I got a beverage as well. Okay, well, I've got I'm I'm parched, so I'm gonna go first. I've got a, a Cayman Jack watermelon margarita mm. made with watermelon juice and agave nectar, and at the mm. bottom of the can it says "ready to drink." Nice. So that's convenient. I that I don't have to do anything other than uh, the I, feel like, I feel like most cans beverages are ready to drink. I, I didn't should be. I don't think you really need to add ready to drink at the bottom of the can. Yeah, I don't. I, that's not a unique sell for that particular brand and can. Like if you're if you're trying to make decisions between like three different cans of alcohol, and this one happens to say ready to drink, I don't think that should be the deciding factor. Yeah, it's it's pointless. Here we go. I'm gonna puff the top. Very excited about this. Uh, also, William, this has been in my refrigerator for probably a month, mm. along with about six other drinks because. I went to the grocery store and I got a bunch of singles and I was I was going to get back to doing my what's Doug drinking? Oh, what's Doug drinking on TikTok? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not only did I not do the oh, what's Doug drinking on TikTok? Mm-hmm. I still didn't drink any of the beverages, but I'm ready. Here we go. I'm going to chase the Cayman Jack. Oh, that's... Uh, that's a lot sweeter than I anticipated. Hmm. Scott, it's delightful. Okay. Well, that's that's the that's the stamp of approval right there. Yeah, this is definitely it's a lot sweeter than I anticipated, but I think once I poured over some ice and what's, uh, what's the alcohol content? Oh, that's a great question. That's probably the most important question. Yes. And I don't see it anywhere on the scan. That's that can't be so is it right? Is it alcohol? I mean, is it yeah, actually yeah, alcohol no, that you're drinking? I'm pretty sure it's alcohol. Is it's there definitely... anything on the can that tells you that it's actually alcohol? Well, I mean, as I'm looking, no, there's not. Uh, it is five. God, the writing's so small. Five percent. It's either five or eight. I'm not sure. All right. Well, but it's I mean, definitely eight's okay. Eight's okay. Five is pretty weak, as we know, as we've talked about before. Here we go. I got a little light on it. Oh, it's 5.8. 5. 5.8. 5. There we go. Both a five and an eight. 5.8%. 5. 
drinkability on this is not large. I couldn't do probably more than two of these. Um, but it's definitely a delightful treat. And I recommend Cayman Jack watermelon margarita. Okay. If you just want to have a tasteful alcohol beverage, but you're not going to be able to drink more than two of them. Gotcha. Okay. Well, Doug, I'm doing a little bit of cheating today. This is actually the second time I'm going to drink this. Uh, okay. So first time for us. Yeah, first time for us. Uh, as you know, our family has turned into a huge supporter of the brand Cutwater. Yeah. Uh, I have the Cutwater Long Island iced tea. Doug, the great thing about this, alcohol, 13.2%. Uh, yeah, we, we got two plus shots of Cutwater tequila, Cutwater gin, Cutwater white rum, and Cutwater vodka packed into a 12-ounce can. Uh, we just we just find the Cutwater brand to be, as you would say, delightful. And it's gluten-free, obviously. Yeah. Key in our house. It's already cold, but I'm pouring it over ice. Am I supposed to drink it out of the can first? I'll go ahead and do that. I'll do I that. think it should go. I take mine out of the can for my initial pull, and then I I put it on ice afterwards. So my oh, drink is on ice. Let's take the let's take the drink. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's good. That's a good taste. It tastes like uh, now. It's been a while since I've had the Tamo Chancer Long Island. And obviously, nobody can beat those um, from back in the day. But this is pretty delish. 13.2% is exactly what I'm looking for. I will say, um, I imagine there's like a hint of Coke in here, right? I mean, I, I'm getting a hint of Coke, even though there's really nothing on here that says that there's cola. Oh, here it says. A splash of cola. I find the cola to be a little bit uh, flat tasting, which I don't like. Uh, but the rest of the drink, the entire uh palette that it brings to me is is just delightful so i approve that's fantastic um you can't go wrong with the cutthroats i've got a strawberry cutthroat a pina colada cutthroat and i think one other one in my refrigerator right now um i mean you just can't beat a cut a cut water cutthroat i call them cutthroats a cut water yeah. beverage mm-hmm. they're all strong and really what, we've had this conversation before what no yeah. less than eight percent yeah uh, no less than eight percent it's absolutely they're I mean, what a brand. They're just doing America's work. They Made really in San are. Diego. Made in San Diego. Wells, Vagina, California. So it's American-made for all you people out there. It's just, it's gluten-free. I think I already mentioned that. It's just outstanding. The whole the whole brand. I, I'm a big fan. I, I don't know if we can uh, invest in Cutwater, but if we could, I'd start pouring some some money into the Cutwater brand. I'm trying to get my uh, my company that I work for to uh, do business with Cutthroat. Uh, I've got two calls out that this guy's on my on my list. Um, Cutwater, I call them. I can't get anybody to answer the phone quite yet, um, but I've left many a message and sent several emails. I'm trying to get them to uh, purchase our software. Well, good luck with that. It's good. That it would be good to have an in with a Cutwater representative. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a brand that I think uh, Off the Rails can get behind. And quite frankly, I think Cutwater could get behind Off the Rails. But I think that uh, I first probably got to get him on as a as a client worth for the company I work for first. Yeah, one step at a time, absolutely. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that's really all I have for this episode of Off the Rails. Did you have – you you have anything? 
Uh, so it's been approximately two months since we last talked. A lot has happened out there, Doug. Uh, unfortunately, I don't really recall um, stories that have happened out there. Do you? Can you think of? I mean, our boy Kanye's. Uh, speaking of off the rails, our boy yeah. Kanye's off the rails. Yeah, that's that's the number one the thing that pops in my mind when I think of what's going on right now. I mean, that's probably pretty bad because there's a lot of shit going on in the world. But the number one thing that pops in my head is fucking Kanye is just all over everywhere. And he's he knows what he's doing. Yes. Uh, you know, you can blame his illness, his mental illness. Uh, is that what we call bipolar? Is that a mental illness? Yes, bipolar would be a mental illness. And we're also assuming that he is actually bipolar. I don't think there's a confirmation of that, but I think based off of the uh, behavior, um, and we're not experts either, we're not doctors, so it's really just speculation. But if you read Google and you see what bipolar uh, means, it does feel like Kanye is, uh, is, is a bipolar candidate for sure. And he does admit when he's off his medicine, uh, shit just starts flying out of his mouth, and that's what it's been for the last ten days or so. Yeah, I don't. All I read is the headlines. I'm so disgusted with it that I don't even actually open the articles and read them. I feel the headlines give me enough, <laughs> enough to go off of that I don't need to to read them. I've seen some snippets of him talking on uh, Chris Cuomo's show the other mm-hmm. day. It was yeah. an interview by him. <clears throat> um, so. I know Howard Stern compared him to Hitler, and that made that made national news, which is yeah. silly. Uh, but yeah, he's just he's off the rails, completely off the rails. He said, "I saw a headline that uh, uh, everybody talking about him is uh, is proof that the Jews are out to get him. Like it's being blown up so much, it's just even more proof that Jewish the Jews want to bring him down or whatever." Uh, it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely, I just feel bad for his, uh, I feel, I feel bad for Kim and the children, quite frankly. Uh, that's just gotta be terribly awkward. Uh, I, hopefully the kids don't understand the scope of it. Um, because going to the soccer game or dad coming to pick me up or dad at whatever event, uh, is just gotta be tumultuous for these kids well you got to think the kids have no clue what's going on there uh i think they're way too young what's what's the oldest young kardashian kanye kid eight seven am i I correct there of course i've watched all the seasons of keeping up with kardashians you probably have it um but i really don't know what their age is you know you'd think that that's a show that i i watch you would think so shocking that you don't but it's not do and you watch the you guys watch the the one that they've yeah current yeah yep 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 erica binged the entire keeping up with kardashian series uh, i came in and bits and parts and uh found myself enjoying such a thing as well and uh yeah we've they've erica's watched them all over the last six to eight months are you still there i'm here i got lost in uh in wikipedia I was trying to find I was trying to find the children's age. I think the oldest one would be Northwest. And Northwest is nine years old. Yeah. 
I don't think she understands yet. She's getting close though. Um, Can you name the, the weird thing about this uh, Kanye thing is that he's really finding an audience in the far right crowd. The Trumpers are just loving it, all of this. Oh, the moment he wrote, the moment he threw on a, a White Lives Matter shirt, uh, just was just ham. I mean, shit. When he threw on the mug hat back in the day, they already mm-hmm. fell in love with him. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting for a uh, a guy who was at one time the top of the game, the genre of rap, uh, is now finding himself deep within the uh, political spectrum that is far right and he's you know he's he's saying he's gonna purchase parlor because he's been hanging out with uh, that that crazy girl candace owens and her husband is the ceo of parlor so now oh. he's claiming he's gonna buy it which i imagine candace owens and her husband probably fucking had a party when he made that announcement because i can't imagine that's a, a money-making adventure over there at parlor so i don't even know what parlor is Parlor is the thing that Trump came up with after he got kicked off uh, Twitter. It's the it's for far right folks who want to go spew their hatred uh, with no uh, chance of getting uh, kicked off of the social media platform. Basically, okay. So, it's, so you, you can say what you, it's, it's like supposed Twitter. to be free speech, right? It's supposed to be free speech. Yeah, it's like Twitter. It's supposed to be like Twitter. Uh, it's it's for you to be able to say whatever you want with without going against uh, the company's policies on hatred and violence and speech. Basically, just, it's, it's just a place to spew your hate, if that's what you want to do. Wow, I kind of want to get that just to see what people are saying. Yeah, you should take a, you should take a gander. Get signed up on Parlor. I bet that'd be good material for Off the Rails if we ever have another show. I'll try to do that if I remember. Um what was I going to say? Uh, God, on a different subject, even though, well, hold on. So I did want to bring up, I think it's hilarious that he's upset that nobody refers to him as, he's just really upset that nobody gives him credit for being a designer. He thinks he's <laughs> a fashion mogul. Uh, and he really, he's uh, he gets pissed that every time somebody refers to him, it's as rapper, it's rapper Kanye. Yeah. It's rapper this, rapper that, rapper this, and he's and he always is like this is bullshit. How come nobody calls me a uh, a, a fashion designer, a blank, a blank, a, a visionary, a designer, a all the other adjectives that he chooses? It's like mm. bitch, because you're a rapper. You started as a as a producer rapper, and that's what you got famous for. So he kind of wants he wants the Game of Thrones introduction now. I know you never watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I know what that means. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't know what that means. So whenever someone enters a room, uh, someone else will introduce them, and the titles are like it's like twenty seconds long in in uh, in the title of, of what, who this person is when they walk through the door. That's what Kanye wants. He wants the Game of Thrones introduction regarding his name. Yes, and and yes, he wants to be called. And introducing the billionaire, fashion mogul, visionary, blah, blah, blah. He, he's mad that people don't call him. He doesn't get credit for being a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, and all those other things. I think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's But it's doing, it's, I mean, I think it's working, maybe. He's in the news. He's, he's in the news. If that's, if that's his all brand, he wants. The easy brand. Yeah is getting the uh, 
attention, I guess he seeks. I don't know if it's good for business. Uh, as everybody's cutting ties with him, Balenciaga just cut ties with him. Uh, you know, he pulled his shit out of a gap. Uh, I guess Adidas might still be working with him, but they're probably on the fence, I would think. Um, but it opens the door for him to just be Yeezy and nothing but Yeezy and cut ties with everybody else. Uh, but I just, I don't know how anybody can support his uh, product. Uh, it, it would be hilarious to see a bunch of right wing people running around in, in Yeezy clothes, the drab uh, clothes that he has from the, that looks like a ma- an episode of Mad Max mm-hmm. uh, wearing those giant fucking boots that he wears. Or those big bubble jackets. That'd be fucking crazy to see the next Trump rally supported by fucking Yeezy clothing. Yeah, <laughs> well, and, you know, unfortunately, though, Trump supporters, a lot of them, uh, certainly cannot afford Yeezy brands. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that the Yeezy brand is is not a... Uh, not a uh, cost. It's not a... It's not a good... You're not going to get out of there with $50 spent on, and some coupons. William, have you seen the... So we've talked about brain hacking yeah. uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Did you watch the show on Netflix that just makes the brain hacking thing? I watched on 60 Minutes look like a fucking just an introduction to how terrible it is. There's a I watched it the other day. I'm on Netflix right now. I'm trying to fucking find what it's called. The Social Dilemma? Is that what it's called? No, I haven't seen it. I'm intrigued. You got me intrigued just by the brain hacking part. Oh, my God. William, it's the it's it's so terrifyingly accurate and true. And, and it's... <laughs> It's it's a documentary about the so I think it's called the social dilemma about social media, obviously, and how your cell phone and social media and everything that you do, they control us. They control us. They lead us in the direction they want us to go. Uh They know what they're doing. Uh It interviews all the execs from the heydays of Facebook and the Twitters and the whatevers that were on the ground floor that created this mind-numbing, mind-altering social stuff. And they're Uh like, yes, this particular thing is created to lead you where we want you. We fucking own you. Uh We take you in every direction we want you to go. And when we notice because we're watching everything you do that you're not going where we want you, we just push. We just send you a new notification that will lead you right back into the direction that we want you to go in. And it's just disturbing. It doesn't, is it going to change anything I do? Absolutely not. Because no, they you're addicted. Yeah, they already got you. But they kind of tell you how to get away from it and what you need to do to get away from it. Uh, it's, it's, if you have not seen the social dilemma on Netflix, you have to watch it. It's eye opening and just mind boggling. Well, I'll have to put that on the list for sure, uh, to watch, especially if they have a short how to on how to get away from that. But the reality is there's no way to get away. Well, I, I can give you a quick, 
Uh, yeah, the social dilemma. Yeah, I just confirmed it. The simple thing that you can do one of the easy things is just turn off all of your notifications. Okay. Have no notifications. Also, don't watch what they tell you to watch. <laughs> is, that that like, is that like the reels? Is that what we're talking about? Or is yeah, the suggestion. Else? Like, I, I'll get a YouTube uh, notification that says, uh, but it's usually it's because of something that I I'm a subscriber to uh, Bob Does Sports. And so they'll send me a notification saying there's a new video out, which I think is fine. But when they give you a suggestion, like we think you would like this, mm-hmm. don't do it. Okay. Those would be the two easiest things that they said that can help you get away. Turn off all your notifications and don't do the suggestion. Do what you want. Don't do what they suggest. Yeah. A long time ago, I think around this brain hacking conversation, or what you found that contest where you needed to uh, turn off all technology. I think it was for 24 hours. You remember that? Uh, I don't. Okay. Well, I challenged both of us to do it. You refused from the jump. I tried it on a college football Saturday. Um, so yeah, this, this is certainly, this was at the beginning stages of off the rails, maybe when it was called shooting the shit, um, when we, when we, we had this conversation. So I'm glad coming full circle. Now there's something new to watch the social dilemma on Netflix. I'm definitely going to have to check this out this weekend. Yeah. You guys are going to have to take a break from the Marky Mark, uh, movies this weekend. And I think a good Saturday night special would be the social dilemma. Yeah, well, you know what we binged last night until 1 a.m., which was shocking uh, because oh. Erica, the wife, usually falls asleep around 8.30. Uh, it's the Netflix dating show uh, where, where they love Love is Blind. Have you seen that? Uh, I believe so. Is this where they all go into rooms? Yeah, pods. And, yeah, these pods. And I saw season one. Yeah, I think this is this is this show is right up your alley as well, Doug. So new season, I think, was just released yesterday. Uh, we ended up binging the entire thing last night, uh, approximately five hours, and there's new episodes coming out next week. So there, I'm, that's what I'm hooked on currently, um, as I have not quite got my gut, my head out of the gutter that was keeping up with Kardashians. I'm now binging Love Is Blind on Netflix. Yeah, I can totally get down with that. I'm on Netflix right now, and it is the first thing that's that's it's what they're advertising. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I, I binged something the other day, and I got through eight episodes. Oh, uh, oh, the mole. Who's the mole? Is the mole on Netflix? That's absolutely terrible. Is the mole binged- uh, the blonde head girl from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Is that what that is? No, the mole is a game show. Oh. Uh, who is the mole? Oh, and there's a new episode out. Hell yeah. It's called Who Is the Mole? It's 10 episodes. I binged eight episodes uh, last weekend. Um, and they've got two episodes to go. The Mole is a reality game show where these contestants say there's, I don't know how many, let's just say there's, it started off with like 10, 15 people. And one of the individuals is a mole. They're there to throw off and they compete in challenges to win money. Um, and so the money goes into a pool and at the end of the season, if the, 
if if you're the mole and I'm not the mole, but I guess that you're the mole and I'm the last one standing, then I win all of the money. And it's the mole's job during each one of these money earning games opportunities to try to, you know, screw it up so that they don't win as much money or they don't win any money at all. And at the end of every episode, they are given a 20 question quiz about who do you think the mole is? What was the, what color shoes uh, was the mole wearing uh, in this version? Uh, was the mole on the blue team or the green team? And so they ask a bunch of questions and whoever does the worst on the quiz gets the boot. And so part of the, thing that you want to do on this show is you want to act like you're the mole as well because you want people to think you're the mole when you're not the mole Mm -hmm. so that they vote for you and get the fucking boot and you last longer Mm -hmm. and so it's a fucking nerve-wracking thing because everybody's kind of fucking up in a little way that makes you think oh yeah well they're obviously the mole look what they're doing but then it's just god damn it eight episodes it's terrible (laughs) I love it, and thank God we got on Netflix because I just saw there's a new episode that I'm going to watch when we're done. Super, 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 super. Um, what else? Hey Doug, there was a uh, there was a uh, I, I just tweeted a video this morning. You should go check it out when you have a chance. Uh, <laughs> earlier earlier this week, uh, the Arkansas State Police was trying to apprehend a fella on a motorcycle, turned into a police chase. Approximately ten minutes long, uh, the the motorcyclist finally basically jumped off his bike and tried to go on pursuit on foot. Um, he was caught quickly by the police. Uh, they tried to tase him, and when they tased him, he caught on fire. A uh, huge burst of flames comes out. Turns out he had a can of gasoline in his backpack. Uh, the man was just engulfed in flames. He actually stood up, engulfed in flames. Did the stop drop. God bless him on that. And then the, uh, one of the other officers was able to get a fire extinguisher to put the full fire out. He's uh, in hospital with serious injuries. But definitely a video you should check out when you have an opportunity. Quite the story. Holy shit. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, no, I'm definitely to watch that. Uh, okay. You just got the amazing from my story. I'm glad I told the story that you got an amazing response from it. You should definitely check it out. I don't know why the man had a can of gasoline in his backpack. Uh, when I originally uh, read the story, I don't read well, um, I thought it said he had a can of gasoline in his back pocket, and boy, was I confused on how that was possible. <laughs> um, and it actually made the story a little bit better for me, but it's still a pretty cool story when you look at the video as well. It would have to be It would have to be like a, a very small can, like a Coke can. Like a 12-ounce can. I was like, do they sell 12-ounce cans of gasoline? Because that would be highly dangerous. And I'm glad that uh, I just learned that I, I can't read properly and uh, it was in his backpack instead. Although I'm not sure how big of a can of gasoline he had in his backpack as well. That That's also a mystery. Mm, I'm, it's, yeah. That's great. I can't wait to read that. Yeah, what do you think out. about all this uh, Jeffrey Dahmer shit? Well, I don't know what you mean by that. He, he has a, There's a series out on, on Dahmer for Netflix. Is that correct? Yeah, you haven't watched it. I thought everybody's watched it. No, I haven't watched it. That's all. I, that's all I know. So I don't know what all the Jeffrey Dahmer shit is. Well, that's what it's. That's what it stems from. It stems from he, he, he ate a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you obviously remember the Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Sure. You're at an age where that's we were. 
teenagers. Mm -hmm. Um, No, they made a Netflix series out of it. It's fantastic. Uh, Is it a documentary or acting? No, it's it's no, it's acting. It's it's a series. Okay. Uh, It's not a documentary. It's completely, you know, obviously factual series. The Jeffrey Dahmer uh, actor. I've seen him on. He was like on a Spider-Man. I think he was like the villain's son. Okay. On Spider-Man, he fucking kills it. He does the, the guy that portrays Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, that had to fuck with him a little bit, yeah. uh, because he obviously Jeffrey was a disturbed, fucked up individual. The things that he did, mm-hmm. uh, but this guy got so immersed in it. I mean, he looked like Jeffrey. He sounded like Jeffrey. Uh, he's doing, you know, everything that Jeffrey did, he's acting out. Uh, and it's just, and the shit that Jeffrey did was so disturbing. It's got to be one of those roles that kind of, it's difficult at the end of the day uh, to separate. separate that. Yeah, that that would have been a very difficult thing for him, I would assume. But maybe not. Fuck, I don't know. Uh, but because of this, this Netflix series, and, and there's so many people out there that, mind-blowingly have nothing i have no clue who jeffrey dahmer is because you know i guess now they're young adults and we were teenagers when it happens but there's you know uh, a whole planet of people that weren't around when it when it was a thing so it's all new to everybody and so there's a lot of jeffrey dahmer themed things going on so you're going to see a lot of jeffrey dahmers this halloween Okay. Um, there's Jeffrey Dahmer. I saw a headline today uh, somewhere on one of my social medias that I look at. I don't remember where. Mm-hmm. A Jeffrey Dahmer pizza. Okay. Some company is making a Jeffrey Dahmer pizza that is supposed to have body parts on top of the pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffrey was known to eat the yeah. bits of his human Seems uh, that seems not smart. That doesn't seem like a good uh, stunt, publicity stunt. But it, so that's that's what I'm so that's what I'm saying when I ask that question is everything is Jeffrey Dahmer. It's it's become a it's just it's grown these legs and it's it's just running wild of Jeffrey Dahmer. This Jeffrey Dahmer theme themed this. And it's bringing up a whole new sh- thing for the the victims, uh, families are, mm-hmm. are all of a sudden thrust back into the spotlight. Uh, the way that people celebrate serial killers is being thrusted back out there, and he's getting a whole new following of supporters, you know, fans of Jeffrey. Uh, and it's just reopening a lot of wounds for those that were uh, affected with 18 individuals that he killed. Uh, and if you look at the timeline of what Jeffrey did, like the last two years that he was killing that motherfucker was killing somebody like two a month. I mean, he was just murdering people every fucking week for a while there. It was just amazing. The, ah, it's disgusting. It's crazy. It's (laughs) mind boggling. It's absolutely fucking. That's another thing. You guys should put this on your list. You got to watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series. Yeah, sounds like it. If it's everywhere out there right now, let's let's get on it. Put it on the list. It's another yeah. one. Check it off. 
<laughs> so this will be episode 50, the Netflix suggestion episode. <laughs> yeah, this one's turned into... What did we just turn into fucking Netflix? We're, now yeah. we're promoting television shows. Tune in next week as we discuss <laughs> fucking If Anything Happens, I Love You, and Hot Turn Around. Those yeah. are two shows that are actually available on Netflix. I have no clue what they are. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to become a, uh, a binge-watching uh, uh, show. What did yeah. we binge this past week? I like it. I could get down with that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen, Kevin. Well, William, as much fun as I've had doing this, it's been 36 minutes, and I'd almost say we could wrap it. Let's wrap it. I'm done. I have we had we came in with zero preparation, so it's not like I can go look at something. Uh, we don't have an off the rail. We should have an off the rails shared document where the two of us can go in there and start putting in articles, links, yeah. suggestions, yeah. Uh, yeah. and then we can just go to that document when we actually record something. Like today, we, we, it's been two months. We can go into our document uh, where we'd have two months worth of material to talk about and just start firing off. Let's start doing that, Doug. How about yeah, that? let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. How do we you do know, that? Do you know how to share a document? Do you know how to have- do you know? Do you know how to do that part? I have no clue how oh, to do that. Man, damn it. I don't well, even that's... know where you how you start one of those. Now, at Oof. work, I get shared documents all the time. And I used I use a shared document daily. Yeah. How do you start yeah. one? Well, Mind blowing. No clue. No idea. Well, I mean, we're gonna have to turn to our audience and probably add them on this one. Uh, please yeah. let us know. How to share a document so Doug and I can actually put together some thoughts, articles, links on what we need to talk about for off the rails. I can I can already tell you how this is going to play out. It's Go not going to be Adam. It's going to be Amzy, head of merchandising. Mm-hmm. Uh, our merch supplier and head will probably send me. Mm-hmm. She, I'm predicting, and now that I'm saying. Absolutely going to do this. She's going to be she the point person, isn't she? Create said shared document. She's mm-hmm. going to send it to me, share it with me, and then I will share it with you. Boom! Shared document. Excellent. Well, that's, I mean, and maybe we, maybe we can add more people. Whoever are like Rich, I, I think he's still, uh, is he still supporting the show financially? <laughs> he is. So yes. really bad about that, by the way. Uh, very thankful and very happy, and it's kind of him. Uh, but when I got on Anchor time in a month of Sundays, um, a episode forty nine is blowing up. By the way, uh, it's it's uh, we're just at ninety five listens. Nice. Which last time I looked at it, it was like forty five. Um, there's 95 people who have been patiently waiting. Well, probably impatiently waiting for yeah. season 50 to come. Like, what are they going to do for this huge milestone? Episode huge. 50. That, Episode yeah. 50. This is a big one. Yeah. Big we one. talk about nothing but Netflix and we cut it short, which is probably the best that we've ever done at 38 minutes, 40 minutes. So, Amzie, thank you in advance. We appreciate yes, that. Shout out to Rich for being a, a supporter for all of this time, and obviously mm-hmm. anybody that supports and listens. Uh, Amzy surprised me the other day with more merch. Nice. Um, there was uh, a tumbler. I've got it, and I'm drinking out of the Off the Rails with Will and Doug tumbler right now. Mm. Uh, and she got me 
a pint glass, a large pint glass, which I don't think it's called a pint glass. If it's a large, because a pint is a is a, a unit of measurement, it's a size. Yeah, that's, a, that's a certain size. So yeah. I don't think you can have a pint glass and a large pint glass. No, I think that other glass would be called something differently. Yeah, it would have to be more than a pint, more than yeah. a pint glass. So I got a pint glass, a tumbler, a more than a pint glass, and I think a fucking mug just nice. was sitting on my porch the other day. That's great. It's fantastic. So that is great. And some koozies. I got some koozies hand delivered to me the other day. Man, that's great, Doug, because man, I, I've really I've been meaning to get over to FedEx and UPS uh-huh. to send you some of the uh, the koozies that I uh-huh. stole from you in the pint glass. I'm so happy to hear that Angie beat me to the punch there. I was close. There's been a few <laughs> there's been a few days. Yeah. I had everything in a box ready to go. All right. Box. Well, pay for effort. Is it still in a box? No, no, it's it's been taken out of the box. Why why would it get put in a box ready to be delivered mm-hmm. and then for a reason understanding doesn't mm-hmm. get delivered? Yeah. Then what says hey, let's just take everything out of the box? Well, because I didn't want it to not be used. It needed to be used. I needed to use it. So I just casually I you know over time would take you know, the pint glass or one of the koozies out when I needed it. And so they were just in a convenient spot. I knew where the box was. It was on the yeah. table. So that way, I, when I leave yeah. for work in the morning, I would just pick up the box, take it with me, uh, stop by FedEx or UPS on the way home from work, send it to you. There we go. Boom, bam, bing. It just didn't happen that way, Doug. I just didn't follow what, through. What happens to the old? So you, you pull a koozie out, you mm-hmm. use it. Yeah. Uh... Uh, At that point, a week you would, later, yeah, you would think it'd you go find back yourself in need of a koozie. Yeah, what happened to the koozie from the previous week? Oh, it goes into our koozie drawer. But if you think about it, the box on the table is actually more convenient. That's a more convenient spot for me. I know exactly where that box is at. I also, yeah. I mean, I know where the koozie drawer is as well. It's just easier to get to the box that needs to be delivered to you. Yeah, because you don't have to pull a drawer open. There's nothing. It's right there. That's, I mean, that's and plus my my alcohol station is right next to the table. Oh, okay. Yeah, better, yeah. Do you have to walk past the koozie drawer to get to the alcohol station? Yeah, you do. The yeah, the koozie <laughs> drawer is the bottom drawer as soon as you walk into the kitchen. So you do have to walk past it to get to the alcohol station. Uh-huh. I see where you're going there. I, I understand what you're saying. It just doesn't. It doesn't always work that way, Doug. Is I guess is my only rebuttal. It's yeah. I That's mean, I'm, fine. I yeah, I'm focused on the alcohol. I don't think about the koozie until I pour the alcohol. Right. That's when I think of the koozie. All of a sudden, bing, bang, boom! It's right there, next right. to on the table. I pull it out. Got to go right there. Do you think you will incorporate Bing Bang Bing Bam Boom into some more conversation pieces this weekend? You've used it twice in a matter of minutes. Uh, I'll tell you, Doug, it's the, it's the Long Island iced tea cut water. All of a sudden, Bing Bam Boom. I just can't stop saying it. Like, you drink a thirteen and a half percent alcohol, and you just start letting things fly out the mouth. So it's yeah. probably good that we're stopping at this point. You, yeah, you mentioned good. that we're stopping like three different times in the last thirteen minutes. Yeah. We're not there yet. Yeah, but I feel like it's coming here pretty soon. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. But before we wrap it up, Will, I wanted to ask you: you sent out a Snapchat the other day of you going to work <laughs> on a Saturday morning. 
Um, and you work in a rather large uh, room yeah. where there appears to be a lot of desks. Hundreds. And your and, and your desk is amongst the the mass. Mm-hmm. And uh, it started off with you in the parking lot, and there was absolutely and you park uh, as far as you can almost, so you can get your the, steps in. I want to be the first but, to leave. And the yeah, easy out, first out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no cars in the parking lot mm-hmm. other than yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you show the inside of the office, and you are literally the only one in a room of hundreds, as you said, desks. Yeah. Could you explain where you was this a William, you, you've been bad. You're going to work on Saturday all uh-huh. by yourself. It was. It was not a punishment. I was actually the July employee of the month. Hey, oh, let's, let's go. Boom, boom. Uh, no, uh, we take turns. We uh, what, what's it called when you take turns? You, rotate. Uh, rotate. We rotate Saturday mornings. You have to come in from eight to twelve uh, for our particular department. As you see from the video, nobody else does that. It's just us. So one person has to roll into the office on Saturday morning and sit by themselves um, for a very, very boring four-hour shift. Wow, that's got to be great. Yeah. I mean, it's How easy funny. money, right? But it, it, the time ticks away very slowly. And for anybody who has to work a Saturday in their life, uh, when you've worked the other five days already, a, a six-day work week, even when you're not doing much on that six-day, really – really makes a difference in your in your week how many people are rotating uh there's uh, approximately 15 of us all right so yeah, there's so 15 if... rotating every mm-hmm. saturday one of you gets one mm-hmm. so every 15 weeks you're working once you know that's the, that's the way I think it should be, but I'm coming up again in eight weeks, and so I don't know. Somebody's somebody somebody's doing something incorrectly there. I haven't quite brought it up to the boss man yet, but I I've done the math, and I don't understand why my rotation is coming up yet again in eight weeks. That doesn't that doesn't make any. Yeah, I'd I'd probably have a conversation with somebody about that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty confident one of our one of the people who do rotate probably took their name out and decided to put my name in because uh, I wouldn't put up a fight. And so far I haven't, I've just been confused about the situation, uh, but uh, I, I'd, I'd really like to know how I got into the rotation. William, thank you. It's been fun. We should do this more often. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's do uh, I mean, we're not going to do it next week. Let's be real here. Let's shoot for two weeks from today. You know, you did the other every other week with the other podcast as well. Well, look at us. Look, have we recorded that since this this week? (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. Well, every other week, we'll see what we can do. Uh, The quarterly, this episode 50, momentous episode 50 is in the books, boys and girls. Who would have thunk it? I love it. Doug, if what you want to do question? some near FFL today or early tomorrow, let me know. We can make it happen. Uh, quite frankly, I'm, I'm ready right now. Fuck, let's go. Let's do it. Let's go back to back. I need to get another beverage. William, okay. thank you. Those of you that are listening and have listened and continue to listen, thank you very much. We appreciate you. And we're out. Thank you. Peace. We're Doug and Will and we are off the rail, off the rail.